Leading CCISD. I'm Carrie Perales. And I'm Kim James. And, and we're, we're getting, getting to, to the, the core. core. It's really exciting that we're kicking off this whole podcast series with the math framework. So I thought I would start with, okay, when you think of math, like think mm. back to your childhood, what kinds of things come to mind when you think of math? I know some for me. Um, I would probably say, Carrie, I am the typical anti-math student. I was told that I would not, you know, learn math. It was difficult. I remember second grade struggling with memorizing flashcards, literally sitting on the front row. I can remember my teacher holding up the flashcard and laying it down and me trying to lean up to see what the answer was because I could not memorize. Um, later, moving into you know upper level math classes, uh, I was not that girl. I mean, I took the advanced pathways, but I did not, and I, I did not master, and I struggled a lot. Um, and I really think that I struggled because I needed to know why. And what I was told is, here's the problem. Write down the way I the steps that it you do it. Procedural, very yes. procedural, and that's how you solve every single math problem. Yes. Yes, and only one right way. I I remember, you yeah. know, no, that's you. This is the way you're supposed to do it. I'm like, yeah, but I like to draw my pictures over here because I'm a very visual person. Absolutely. I had a similar journey. I actually liked math in elementary because we got to play with manipulatives and mm -hmm. stuff, and I love the fake money. Right, that was yeah. like so exciting to play with this. <laughs> I remember waiting for the teacher to bring those out. Right. Um, but then when I got into middle school, that's where it just dipped. I was, it went back to that procedural, and we had to solve all these problems, and I. I remember being so frustrated because in class, alongside the teacher, I could do the math. Yeah. But as soon as I was by myself, it was like they were all wrong. Right, right. And then I would do like 50 problems all wrong. So Absolutely. it was awful. I remember that. Yes. Uh, doing all the problems, being able to do them with the teacher because I was memorizing the steps. And then when I had to go back and do it by myself, I had no idea what I was doing. Like what was the the reason I was yeah, doing it. You didn't and understand the conceptual part of it. Absolutely. And I think that is what is so key um, because then later on down the road, I had to take a, like a math prep. Like I wasn't good in math. So right. before I could take any upper level college math right. classes, I had to take this, like, I guess it was a tutorial math, right. but it changed my life right. because that math teacher explained the why. Right. And she brought out those beautiful math manipulatives that I love so much. When you're in elementary school. Yes. But we're not using yeah, them. In college. Mm -hmm. She did it. At, it was at TCJC uh, Community College. Right. And she brought out those pennies and nickels and quarters that were fake. And I was like immediately drawn back right. to elementary yeah. school. But I learned so much. And then what's really crazy, when my first teaching job Guess what it was for? Math. For a math teacher <laughs> position. <laughs> I've heard that so many times, yes. So, but then I learned as a teacher, okay, I don't want to teach just the procedural. Right. I have to bring out the real-world application of it, right. of the why we're learning it. Because I taught, uh, it was uh, fifth grade and sixth grade math is right. what the job was for. But I think when I was thinking about how we're going to launch this series, right. I, it really stems from that, right. about our experiences in math. That's right. And so we went through a whole journey last year right. with um, RSSP and, and building a math committee. Right. Um, what, what do you think, basically, we're launching that now? 
what, what was the purpose and what did you get out of it as far as the math committee? Um, I feel like that we are looking at ways to equip our students with more than just procedural mm -hmm. tools. Um, there's always been a fight in math versus, you know, the calculator versus um, mm -hmm. memorization, rote memorization. Um, and I think it uh, it's really giving us um, the opportunity mm -hmm. to really dig deeper into how we teach math, how the teachers teach math, and how our students engage with math so that they can actually be critical thinkers in the future. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of research, Carrie, on um, and studies uh, worldwide um, looking at where uh, different countries fall across as far as critical thinking yes, skills. the global. The global, yes. yes. Um, and unfortunately, you know, the United States has not really fared as well. In fact, they're in the bottom third, I believe, yes. in um, as far as ranking. Mm -hmm. And then we look at the United States as well, and I know we're coming down out of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, we know that the students lost at least a half a year to a year to two years in some places yes. um, with our low SES kids, especially students that don't have access to high-quality curriculum, um, the, the manipulatives, as you talked about, mm -hmm. and even technology. Um, we know that we're not faring well then uh, there. But then even more Texas and, and Corpus Christi. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we want to be a leader, and especially in Corpus Christi, Texas. W you know, we want to be a leader in the state of Texas mm -hmm. and showing that our kids can do the critical thinking because that's really what math is about. You know, it's, it's solving problems, yes. whatever those problems look like. And, and I could tell when we had the, the math committee, and that was made up of teachers, board members, uh, parents, community, business owners, one of the things is that's what they were asking for is, you know, what is the end in mind? What are the real world applications that we want our students to be able to do? Mm -hmm. And I know we can do it because right. that group was so powerful when they talked about the importance of, well, we got to help the teacher too. We've right. got to make sure the teacher knows how to teach those concepts because right. some of them, uh, the procedural could be easy. Mm -hmm. It's the conceptual that sometimes is really hard yeah. and it also takes time. Yeah. How do you apply that concept? I mean, that really is it. And I don't, you know, kind of remembering back uh, in the day when I we were talking about math, uh, what, what did we skip most of the time? We skipped the word problems. Yes. And the word problems were... That was were, extra credit. Right? Yes. I mean, we only did what we call naked math, mm -hmm. and we didn't do the word problems. Well, really, that's what we're doing now is mm -hmm. thinking about how do we apply this math and where. So you start with that first. Yes. Um, and, so, and that balance. Yes. Because if it goes too far one way to just procedural, right. then we lose the, the the conceptual. Mm -hmm. So it's really finding that balance. And I think overall, the math committee decided that's what we need. We yes, need both, right. but we need a really nice balance. And I think one of the other things I'd like to mention about the committee is, as you said, we had committee members from the community. Mm -hmm. We had an engineer, you know, mm -hmm. so they were giving perspectives in the world of work. Um, we had elementary, middle, and high school. Um, and, you know, that procedural versus conceptual is different in every grade band. You know, mm -hmm. elementary looks different, middle school looks different, and then when we're in high school, it looks completely different. So I think that that was something that they really looked at and thought about as they deliberate, deliberately developed the, this framework. And they even talked about it like um, uh, telling a story, yes. that math is a story. And that's the first time I've really heard of it that way. Right. I haven't really heard of it as a story. You think that more E-L-E-R, but right. they did. They talked about like each grade level is like a chapter, uh -huh. and you have to go through 
through it and kids have to remember you have to remember the beginning to know where the middle to understand the end and so um, I just loved how the committee worked together to create that and so now basically what our goal is is we want to do a communication plan because we can put everything on paper but we have lots of stakeholders and so we want to make sure that everybody understands what we're doing where we're heading uh, how we're going to make sure those kids can apply those real world um, mathematical applications and so uh, part of the podcast Mm -hmm. is to do that so we're going to be doing these on a regular basis I'm super excited because we're going to interview uh, teachers and students Mm -hmm. about what they're you know the difference between procedural and conceptual and how they feel about it Uh, and specialty and I specialists are working really hard to support teachers so we'll hear from them as well Mm -hmm. so I'm excited about kicking this off me too Carrie thank you for having us yes thank you Uh awesome all right so I'm Carrie and I'm Kim and And we're we're getting getting to to the the core. core